Good Sunday morning. My name is Jaden Jefferson and welcome to this week's Community Focus. This morning, I'm joined by President of the Lucas County Board of Commissioners, Gary Byers. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing fine. How are you, Jaden? Good, good. And you're, you know, re you're right, re up for re-election. It's a lot to say. You're up for re-election and you want to be back on the Lucas County Board of Commissioners. So give me some ideas of things that you're looking forward to doing if re-elected. Sure. I mean, <clears throat> what I've been talking about during the campaign is the things that we've been accomplishing. Uh, you know, we have a, a, a new renovation going on to the convention center uh, that will add a new ballroom that will seat a thousand persons. We're adding local artists uh, to the convention center to give it interest. We're sharing in a partnership, uh, a public-private partnership uh, in order to renovate the hotel that's attached. Uh, we are told that this will lead to $800 million of economic development over the next 20 years. And, and that's something that, that all of the commissioners are, are excited about and something that we've been working because we had to make kind of the critical decisions right at the height of the pandemic when they were telling us that we were going to have a 20% reduction uh, in all of the uh, sales tax that we could count on. Uh, we nonetheless just chose to go forward because it was, we thought it was best for the, the community. Uh, as you know, I, I was a judge for 24 years, and so I'm talking about uh, with folks the fact that 70% of the budget of the Board of Commissioners deals with the criminal justice system, uh, whether that's the courts, whether that's the jail, whether that's probation departments, uh, juvenile court, probate court. All of these factors come into play, and having a judge on the board of county commissioner, former judge on the board of county commissioners, uh, is helpful in in communicating with the current judges and also uh, understanding the the needs. Uh, you know, for instance, we have focus on uh, uh, there is a uh, push for ocular testing. Uh, what that is, is basically uh, instead of taking the traditional drug tests that are expensive and take time and people have to take off work in order to do there, you get a baseline reading on your eyes. And then if you deviate, then you have to test further. Uh, and we're trying to work out, uh, Judge uh, English is actually taking the lead on this uh, in order to uh, put this with our regular drug testing system in order to make it more effective, more efficient, not only for the community, but also the, the people that are testing. Uh, another thing that uh, we've been doing uh, is looking for alternatives for court reporters. The Common Pleas Court has been trying to hire a court reporter for the last seven years and have been, they've been unsuccessful. And so we're looking to technology to help us uh, maximize the benefit of the remaining court reporters that we have. And there are actually some wonderful uh, digital systems uh, that you can, can wire up a courtroom so that the, where whoever is talking at that moment, the cameras will shift uh, to that person and then the next person that talks, it'll shift over there. And so it's really a, a very understandable record that's created by that. Uh, what else? Uh, another thing I'm talking about is the fact that we have increased appointed council fees. Uh, they hadn't been touched for like 30 years. Uh, it's important that you pay the attorneys that are taking these, these cases, these indigent cases, enough money so that they will be willing to handle those cases and people can have effective representation. And so we increase that by 50% as well as increasing the maximum rate for particular charges uh, dramatically in, and so that we were consistent with the state public defender's office. And that's, uh, that's, that's part of what we've done.
you've mentioned a lot of the su uh, successes that the county has had um, you know, during your tenure with the county commissioners, but there were a lot of challenges as well between the COVID-19 pandemic, um, inflation, all of these other things that have played in um, to county government. So how have you overcome those challenges and what have been some of the most significant for you? Well, obviously uh, the pandemic affected different people in different ways. And, and that's something we tried to be sensitive to. Uh, we had uh, $19 million in rental assistance that we were able to, to uh, get into the community. Um, and then that led, uh, and believe it or not, it's kind of uh, unbelievable, but it's difficult to spend large amounts of federal dollars within a short period of time because of all the documentation that you need. But we decided to partner with the city of Toledo and other partners in the community pathway and others in order to, uh, to, to share this burden and effectively get this out to the families that need it the most. And, and that was so successful that a lot of the money that was pulled back from other communities that couldn't get it uh, to where they needed uh, in time, we got a, a second uh, $19 million. Uh, the city of Toledo did as part of this same program uh, that we'll be able to use in our community for rental assistance as, as well. Um, you know, we're always uh, working on uh, economic development. Uh, that's something, one thing that is, I've been spending a particular time on is trying to build a new jail. Uh, we're required by state law to have a jail. Uh, the one that we have right now is wasting public dollars and we need to find a way to build something that is, is safe and effective uh, and in the downtown area without a tax increase. And so that's, that's what we're working on. And in conjunction with uh, Sheriff Navarre, I've actually viewed our role in this whole jail issue as one that is supportive of, of the sheriff rather than taking the lead and then giving it to the sheriff. Uh, he's the expert. He's the one that knows about uh, corrections and, 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 and housing of pretrial uh, uh, persons uh, waiting for a trial. And uh, in conjunction with him, uh, we're going to do, I think, some good things for the community. Uh, we've gotten $2 million from the federal government. Marcy Kaptur was able to uh, get that for us recently in order to uh, focus on a mental health wing uh, that we are going to incorporate that. It, it's, it's not so many people that we, we deal with in the Lucas County Jail have some form of mental health problems. 25% uh, of the folks currently in the jail this morning uh, have been diagnosed with a serious mental health problem. 68% of the folks that are there have had some type of mental health treatment uh, in their lifetime. And so it's, it's very critical that we have a meaningful presence for mental health counseling while, while they are there uh, and, and get them the help that they need so that you don't have uh, bad things happening. And so <clears throat> those are the types of things I, I again, uh, in conjunction with Sheriff Navarre, I think we'll be able to build it downtown. The leading site is where the health department currently is. Uh, we have to find a place for the health department and then we can demolish that building and start construction. We are currently in our what's called A&E uh, phase of the project, architectural and engineering. Uh, and, and that's exciting because we're going to finally get an idea of what this building is going to look like. We want it to be uh, civically uh, pleasing uh, because it's going to be on the Civic Mall. And we're coordinating with uh, the city of Toledo and the federal government uh, in order to try to change the Civic Mall into something that is much more community oriented, uh, something that reflects our community and, and some exciting things 
as far as uh, having uh, representations of Lake Erie, oak openings, uh, all of those things as part of the Civic Mall, uh, and it will be more green space. And so uh, I think it's something that the community will appreciate and something I want to continue to work on. And that's why I'm running for reelection. We're starting to get closer and closer to potentially having that new jail downtown. But another thing that you did that you did mention was that city county partnership, which is so crucial to getting a lot of these things done that, you know, we've needed some of them were things that were the result of the pandemic and they were just other things that just needed to be done. So what are the benefits of having this restored relationship? Yeah, I mean, there was a period of time when the city and the county had important disagreements over how to fund a detention. Uh, there was a ruling uh, that uh, indicated that if you wrote a criminal charge under state code, the county was responsible for it. If you wrote it under municipal code, then the city was responsible for it. And in order to save funds, the city started writing under state code so they didn't have to pay for detention. But that put a big burden upon the, the, the county, and uh, it ended up in a lawsuit. This was all before I came. Uh, and ultimately, the, the, the city prevailed in that lawsuit. Um, the bottom line is, uh, that's, that's old history, ancient history. We have to put it behind us. Uh, we can best serve the community when the city and the county and the state all work together. And, and we've seen that during the pandemic. Uh, we coordinated an emergency operations center uh, that uh, we think was effective to try to maximize the number of folks that could get vaccinated. Uh, and also uh, back in the early days when we were talking about PPP, uh, you know, getting masks and, and all of those uh, sanitizer, all of those things that we sort of take for granted now uh, since we've been in this pandemic so long is, is something that we had to put together initially and working together is, is what made that happen. And, and I'm proud of, of the, the response that we had. Uh, we're still working on, uh, on vaccine equity, uh, trying to get communities of color to, to have the greatest uh, vaccination because that is the, the, the most protection that we have against these variants and the, the viruses that are, are coming uh, as a result of COVID. And, and so that's something that we continue to work on, but it's, it's, uh, it's important that a coordinated effort uh, continue. And I, I think we have a good relationship with, with the city. And I think that I see that continuing. Uh, back to what I mentioned at the top of the show, which was that you are running for reelection. So what is your message to voters? Uh, I guess simply, if you boil it down, is that uh, I have started a lot of projects. Uh, actions speak louder than words. Uh, look at what we've accomplished. And I'm looking for four more years to finish a lot of these projects that we've started. And, and that's, that's the basic message. President of the Lucas County Board of Commissioners, Gary Byers, thanks so much for joining me. Absolutely. Good to see you again, Jade. Nice seeing you. You have a great week. You too.